It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, guys, you are Locked On Falcons. I'm your host, Aaron Freeman, and today I am joined by Dr. Sharif Taba of Athletics Rehab and Recovery to talk about his work that he's done rehabbing Keanu Neal's injured Achilles tendon this past summer. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, guys, you know me. I'm Aaron Freeman. Been covering the Falcons for many years. I'm on Twitter at Falcfans and, of course, the host of this preeminent Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In today's episode, I am joined by a great guest in Dr. Sharif Taba of Athletics Rehab and Recovery. He works with a wide variety of NFL players in various exercises to help them rehabilitate injuries and recover injuries. And we'll get into sort of his approach to, you know, health and, and recovery and rehabilitation, as well as sort of the specific things that he's been working on with Ken O'Neill and some of the struggles that players recovering from the injuries that we kind of know is recovering from particularly the Achilles sort of struggle with as they try to come back and why that injury is so difficult to come back to. And we'll get into that. I know many of you guys sent in questions for me over the weekend that I wasn't able to get to on yesterday's Monday mailbag episode. By all means, check that out if you haven't already to get some of that great content, you know, and we'll get to those questions later on this week. I certainly think some of the questions, you know, talking about Hayden Hurst, you know, breaking down pie versus cake. You know, I think those two topics in particular, among others, I could probably fill two entire shows on. So we will definitely want to get to those later in the week, but we just won't get to those today. And instead we'll sort of focus on before we get to the conversation with Dr. Sharif Taba. Um, I want to sort of talk a little bit more about Keanu Neal and his impact on the defense. We talked about this already on the July 28th episode when we talked about sort of the potential impact of the Jamal Adams trade and for the Seahawks and how that relates to how important Keanu Neal was for the Falcons defense last year. And so for a lot of you, you know, this is going to be repeat of some of the things I said on that episode. So if you listen to that one, you'll hear it again. Um, but I know the analytics also tell me that, you know, not everybody listens to every episode every day, you know, shame on you. But, you know, for those people that didn't necessarily listen to that episode, they will get to hear it for the first time. And for those of you that already did, you'll hear it a second time. And so it's very highly likely that you will remember that we talked about this twice because it is worthwhile because essentially we're talking about the impact of Keanu Neal as well as, you know, the argument and, thing that I've stated in the past that you can make the case, you know, you can make the case that not having Keanu Neal for portions of the last two years has broken, broke, broken the Falcons defense. And 
I've been a longtime advocate of the notion that Keanu Neal is a much more important player in terms of his impact for the Falcons defense. So we'll get into that as our Locked On Falcons lead story. Even though the Falcons went out and signed free agents Dante Fowler and then used their top two picks on defenders and cornerback A.J. Terrell and Marlon Davidson, you can make the argument that the biggest addition to the Falcons defense this upcoming season in 2020 will be the return of safety counter Neal to the lineup after suffering his second consecutive season-ending injury that cost him 13 games in 2019. The reason being is that when you look at the Falcons' defensive stats over the first part of the season, when the Falcons' defense was among the league's worst in the NFL, you can make a pretty compelling case that their trip into the NFL cellar is directly related to not having Neal on the field. So when you look back at the Falcons coverage in the early portion of the season over the first six or so games, we know that the Falcons have long time preferred cover three shell as their preferred coverage unit under Dan Quinn. And that was also the case early on last season with Neil being healthy or out of the lineup, at least when comparing it to the past defenses performance, it didn't necessarily make a ton of difference in terms of deterring other opposing offenses from being very efficient with their passing attacks for the two and a half games in which Neil played at the start of the season, you know, before suffering his season ending Achilles tendon tear roughly midway through the Falcons week three loss to the Indianapolis Colts. The Falcons had a pretty bad pass defense when deploying that cover three defense, according to my charting, allowing opposing quarterbacks to have a passer rating of 114. However, for the next three and a half games in which linebacker Kamal Ishmael was sort of the first one up to bat in terms of filling Neil's shoes at that strong safety position, opposing quarterbacks even got more efficient with a passer rating that jumped to 135 when the Falcons were deploying their cover three defense. However, the real difference that Neil's absence made from not being in the lineup was that the Falcons became a lot more vulnerable to giving up big plays when utilizing that cover three. With Neil in the lineup for the first two and a half games, the Falcons only gave up one pass play of 20 or more yards when using their cover three. Over the next three and a half games, the Falcons gave up 10 such big plays. As many of you know, the whole point of running the cover three is because compared to some other coverage shells, it's generally regarded, at least in theory, of being less prone to giving up big plays, which is why it's been one of the more popular coverage shells utilized across the league in recent years. But really where you see Neal's absence being felt by the Falcons defense was when they deployed their man coverage during those first two and a half games. The Falcons, when utilizing man coverage, gave up an opposing passer rating of 62. Now, granted, we're comparing it to a much smaller sample size with two and a half games compared to a 16 game sample when looking at the entire NFL season in 2019, but the defense that did finish atop the league in 2019 in that category was the new England Patriots with a league best passer rating allowed of 63. For the ensuing three and a half games with Neil out of the lineup, the Falcons passer rating allowed was over 60 points higher with a rating of 126. Again, noting that the worst defense in the NFL across the entire season last year in that category was the Arizona Cardinals that only gave up a passer rating of 110. Now, it's not quite a fair comparison because of the smaller sample size, but essentially in a way you're describing the Falcons defense going from worst to first, at least in man coverage with Neil out of the lineup. I've long held the belief that Probably outside of defensive tackle Grady Jarrett, Keanu Neal is arguably the most impactful and essential player on the Falcons defense. And at least these statistics seem to support that belief. And his healthy return to the lineup in 2020 is going to be potentially instrumental for the Falcons defense to rebound and improve this year. That's because while the Falcons certainly make ample usage 
of the cover three, as I've mentioned, when push comes to shove on critical downs, like third downs, the Falcons have a tendency, certainly in the Dan Quinn era over the last several seasons to rely on their man coverage. And Neil's ability to match up against quality tight ends has been pivotal for the defense to be able to handle those situations. And so coming off of consecutive season ending injuries makes that potential healthy return a taller order, but there's certainly reasons to be optimistic and we can get directly into those reasons straight from the source with Dr. Sharif Tabah coming up on today's podcast. Of course, he spent, as I said, at the top of the show, the month of July working with Neil on his rehab, and we'll get into that coming up. But before we get there, I want to plug the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. Fantasy football season is going strong. And if you guys want to prepare for this upcoming season, you should subscribe to the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast hosted by Vinny Iyer on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you're listening to me right now. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So, guys, it's me, Aaron Freeman, host of Locked on Falcons, and I am joined by Dr. Sharif Tabah of Athletics Rehab and Recovery. He has been working with a number of NFL clients, including Falcon safety Keanu Neal. Dr. Sharif, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Now, uh, before we sort of get into the sort of Falcon-centric Keanu Neal portion of today's show, I just want to sort of get your background information, um, sort of, you know, how did you get into the business of rehab and recovery? Absolutely. Um, I started in the fitness industry as a personal trainer back in like 2003. Um, started doing personal training for about five years and along the way kind of got exposed to physical therapy um, and quickly sparked an interest. I really enjoyed um, having a client that had potentially something we had to work on and improve, whether it was a functional improvement or maybe it was postural or maybe there was a pain that I was trying to address um, as a trainer. And when I learned about physical therapy and the direction I could take it, I got intrigued. So I finished my undergraduate degree in business and then went to NYU, got my doctorate in physical therapy um, and became a certified strength and conditioning specialist as well along the way. And I've kind of been working on putting it all together ever since. So, you know, in your own words, like what are the things that you're working on when you're working with some of your clients, particularly the NFL ones? Uh, Well, you know, I think the most important thing is that we look at the body as a whole. So, you know, taking the time to the first step is we do a total body assessment of the athlete when they come in to look at. You know, they might come in, you know, uh, with the particular ailment that's bothering, say, a knee or an ACL or whatever it might be. Uh, but we'll say, okay, let's, you know, we'll get to the knee, but let's also look at everything. Let's do a full range of motion, strength assessment, uh, special test assessment, um, functional movement pattern assessment, all that, you know, from head to toe, looking at each and every bo- uh, body part and joint and try to make sure there aren't any imbalances that maybe need to be address- addressed. So maybe, for example, uh, you know, the right shoulder has more external rotation than the left and, you know, the left hip abduction is weaker than the right and, you know, things like that. So as we look at the whole picture, we might say, okay, yeah, sure, your knee is what's bothering you, but let's consider how all these other things might be uh, playing a part in it. From there, uh, we just try to figure out, okay, can we address the, the particular 
the ailment that's going on that brought this client or athlete in the door. And then also how can we have them leave here better than they, than they came or better than they were before their injury. So um, I really want to, you know, we aim to, to bridge the gap between traditional physical therapy and, and true readiness for return to play. So we want to make sure that we're not just doing basic uh, rehab exercises and then saying, okay, go ahead and get back on the field. There's this huge gap there. So we really look at how do we blend, you know, our understanding of uh, strength and conditioning and performance with the rehab and injury uh, recovery process and help the athlete not only get better, but, you know, get back to where they were before, but even at a higher level. Now, obviously, you know, you have much greater insight into this than I do, but from someone who's just sort of covered sports for many years, some of these injuries like an ACL, like an Achilles, some of these injuries like 15, 20 years ago seem like they were career threatening injuries. Um, but nowadays seem at least relatively speaking, seem to be no big deal. You know, would you agree with that assessment in, in sort of what in your eyes are some of the reasons for why there has been so much seeming advancement in, in what you do uh, to get these players back on the field? Yeah. You know, over the years, the, the industry, the fitness industry as a whole, and of course the, the physical therapy and rehab and recovery industry has developed significantly. Um, for example, just from the physical therapy standpoint, I want to say it's been only about 20 years now that's been a doctorate degree. So give or take. Um, so prior to that, you know, the level of education was a bit different. So obviously uh, there was such a need in, in, in the industry that, that the uh, educational requirements became a lot uh, greater. And then, you know, even in the sports world, you know, myself, I find that we won't even consider an applicant or somebody unless they have more than just their doctorate. They have to have, you know, strength and conditioning specialty or an athletic trainer certification or, you know, other, other things that show that they're way more well-rounded than just the basics. Um, I think that's a huge part of it. And then just what's available to the athletes these days is, is, is so much more than there was, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I mean, when we were, you know, I always joke when, when I was growing up, I never, I didn't, all this didn't exist like this. You know, I wish I could have had such an opportunity to go somewhere to get, you know, uh, specialized performance training for my position and for my sport and, you know, um, recovery work and therapy work along the way and injury prevention work, you know, we just showed up and they kicked our butt and we went home, you know, we, <laughs> it was very different. Um, so I think that there's a lot of that now, um, that really allows for not only a higher level of performance to, to, to come out on the other side, but also quicker recovery processes. Well, I, w- I want to get, uh, Dr. Sharif's pick his brain on sort of the specific things he's been doing with Falcon safety, Keanu Neal coming up on today's locked on Falcons podcast. But before we get there, I do want to plug the draft dudes podcast. Tuesday is typically their takes on takes podcast. And so people send in their takes, they give their takes on those takes. Some of them tend to be a little bit outrageous. So definitely subscribe to the draft dudes podcast hosted by Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you're listening to me right now. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line or... Could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. So obviously you've worked with a number of NFL clients. Uh, people can see many of them that you've worked with on your Instagram and Twitter, and I'll give you a chance to plug that at the end of the show. But uh, one of those players has been Falcon safety Keanu Neal. He's coming off an ACL tear that he suffered during the 2018 season. He's coming off an Achilles tendon tear that he suffered last season in 2019. And that Achilles in particular is an injury that tends to seem like a a little bit more serious than the ACL, at least nowadays, going back to the point I made earlier. Um, Is that true in your eyes? And, And why do you feel like the Achilles in particular is seemingly so problematic? Yeah, the Achilles is is, is difficult, um, definitely a hard one to come back from in a lot of ways. Um, I think that what you see there is that what athletes will often lack after after an Achilles repair is what we call like getting that that pop back, getting that explosiveness, that first step back, that quick response back, um, and that can make all the difference between making a play, you know, catching the ball, you know all that, breaking that tackle. So it's very important that we can restore that. And it is such a long rehab process that, especially in sports, a lot of times it's like, okay, the basics are gotten through, and then it's like, all right, let's get back on the field. Um, so I think that, that that portion of the return to play process is often rushed, um, and therefore you know, they get 90% of the way, and we don't get that last 10%. And honestly, depending on the position, sometimes you can get away with that. So, like, for example, I've seen a lot of, like, running backs – who can make up for that lack of pop from the Achilles with their shiftiness through the, you know, the hips um, and their ability to, to juke and, you know, get in the hole and break out. But now when you look at, you know, a DB or a receiver, every little step, you know, every break, it makes all the difference. You know, if, if, if a DB is making a break and taking an extra false step because he doesn't have that subconscious confidence or that power development and that leg, that can be the difference between, you know, breaking up a pass or, or, or making a pick or missing the play entirely. So that's a big challenge there. I think with the ACL, you know, ACL is a big one, but when you're addressing the knee, you've got the ankle, you've got the knee, you've got the hip, um, all of it plays such a big part in the ACL recovery. Um, and I think that maybe that's just a portion of why it's, it's a bit easier to come back from. Um, you know, everyone's different in every case is different, of course. But that, that Achilles, you know, there's there's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. You know, up, up the chain is going to try to compensate, but you need that calf for push-off and for acceleration. So, so specifically with, with some of the work that you've done with Keanu Neal, what are some of the things that you've been working on sort of, you know, let my listeners who are, are very keen to, to know sort of where he is on his recovery um, and what he's looking like, um, you know, what are your thoughts on sort of what he looks like? after the work that you've done with him. Yeah, Keanu looks amazing. He looks great right now. I'm extremely excited to see him get back out there. I know he's feeling a whole lot better. He was feeling, you know, pretty far along the way uh, when he got to me, but we just had that last little bit to get him. Um, you know, that he had gotten back to his position work and, and he was doing it. He was going through the motions. And it's a kind of example. It's like, okay, great. You can get back on the field for sure. But are you Keanu again? You know, are you back to where you were or potentially even better? Um, so and at that point, I think, you know, the answer might've been no. So, we spent a good month really working on that fine-tuning process. Let's let's break down that footwork. Let's break down, okay, when we're coming off our breaks, are we really 
taking a false step or are we doing a good job of putting that first foot in the ground on that T-step and getting out on the next one and driving through? So little things like that with some of the details we're working on um, and taking the time to overload some of those movements as well with, you know, bungees and, and uh, speed trainers and different things like that to be able to develop, um, and, you know, any type of overload principle. If we can overload the Achilles and be, get him to be able to generate that force, now you remove that overload force, it's not much easier for him to uh, be explosive. So a lot of stuff we were working on was was about that quick reaction, that that plyometric force, um, even things as simple as jumping rope, getting into jumping rope to get that, that pop back, get that real responsive um, jumping power back. So from that to, uh, you know, boxed various box jumps and, and reactive box jumps and, um, you know, multiple micro hurdles and different planes and then jumping onto a box with a rotation and, you know, different things like that um, was something that we worked on. And, and a final step, you know, that you see in any type of post-operative recovery process is regaining confidence. So, um, you know, everything could be perfect. The, the, the injury could be a hundred percent, but there's still that little component in their head. They don't, I'm not sure, man. I don't know if it's a hundred percent. So being able to do a lot of uh, stability training, a lot of balance training, a lot of, you know, um, multi-systems training that really helps, uh, restore that, that confidence. So for example, we did a lot of work on like a half BOSU ball, which is a, uh, you know, looks like a, a ball cut in half and he stands on it and it wobbles. So now we do lunges on there and then we do ball catches on there and then we end up jumping up onto it and, you know, different things like that, that create a sense of, of strength and confidence in that leg. Once we were able to jump off a stable surface, land on an unstable surface, catch a ball, jump onto a, sur- a stable surface. It's like, what are you worried about now? You know, now I know this thing is stable and safe and, and I feel a lot more confident. So um, I think that's a huge you know, component is a psychological component. But I think we got there and I'm excited to see it all come to play, come to fruition. Yeah, I imagine specifically for him because, you know, he went through the ACL. Now he's going through the Achilles that psychological component is probably the biggest part for him because he's already experienced the, you know, not necessarily reoccurring injury to the same issue, but having a subsequent injury, um, you know, after he worked so hard to get back from the initial injury. And, you know, now in year two, you would imagine that sort of thing is a bigger issue to try to overcome now that, you know, he's had back to back sort of injuries. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's, it's, it's disheartening for an athlete, you know, especially those are two major, major uh, surgeries to come back from and, and be able to come back at a high level. It's, it's hard to do. And he did a great job of it. And then, you know, it's just unfortunate things happen sometimes. So um, I think that uh, of course that was the beauty of kind of the way that we approach things uh, at athletics. Our approach is such a total body approach that of course we're going to do things that are going to improve the, the knee from last year and continue to work on it because once you've had an ACL you can never say, okay, my rehab's done. You know, I, I wet my hands of it. I did my year of rehab. I'm done. You always have to stay on top of it. You know, the, those that knee is never going to be exactly the same as it once was. So the more you can do to it, the more you can stress it and make it become, you know, from the injured knee to the strong knee. So, uh, you know, a big believer in that. So really making sure that we, we mix all that stuff together. You know, you've, you've worked with Keanu Neal. You, you've, you've given your seal of approval. I, I guess, you know, the thing that the listeners want to know is, you know, is, is – are we going to get to see the old Keanu Neal back, you know, in your uh, expert opinion? I believe so. And hopefully one that's even better. That's really what I hope to see. So um, I know he's hungry and he's excited and he's eager and I'm, and I'm really happy for him. Um, he, he put in a lot of hard work. He's a great kid, really fun to work with, comes in, just grinds. Um, he, he's a what's next guy, you know, what's next, what's next. So I, I love that about him. Um, really enjoyed my time with him this year and, and I hope to get to continue to work with him uh, next year. 
Okay. Well, if people are curious of all the various things that you have done with Keanu Neal, with other clients, including Alvin Kamara, Larry Ogunjobi, among many, many others, um, go ahead, plug where they can find your stuff, where what website they can go to if they're interested in finding more information about you, uh, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want to plug. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you can check me out personally at, um, at Dr. Underscore Reef. That's Dr. Spelt Out underscore r-e-e-f uh that's instagram and twitter um athletics rehab we are at athletics a-t-h-l-e-t-i-x rehab uh, that's just on instagram and athleticsrehab.com will be our website so if you take a moment to check us out you'll see the different stuff we do the many different athletes from many different sports um and just how our approach is a little bit unique so hopefully it's uh, something that can be interesting and helpful for everybody Absolutely. I appreciate you uh, joining me on today's episode and, uh, you know, look forward to seeing what Keanu Neal, as well as many of your other clients and sort of the success. Uh, obviously, you know, the football season has been a little tentative because of things going on in the world. But I think we're all hopeful that we get to see many of these players get back to playing the sport that they love and certainly that we love watching them play. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. I know we all worked way too hard this off season for it to be for nothing. So we're all, we're all rearing and eager for this season to go down. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you uh, for joining me, uh, Dr. Sharif. Um, and uh, I hope you have a good day. Thank you so much again for having me. All right, guys, there you have it. Another locked on Falcons in the books. I want to thank Dr. Reef. Dr. Underscore Reef on Twitter and Instagram. And he's definitely a lot more on Instagram than he is on Twitter. So definitely check him out there for all the videos that he does with various players. A lot of videos of Alvin Kamara, as some Falcon fans say, future Falcon. Um, we'll see, you know, a man can dream, can't they? But uh, obviously some videos with Keanu Neal, you can check out either my Twitter profile, Falcon fans or locked on Falcons for some of those videos that he has posted over the last month working with Keanu Neal, some of the exercises that he described on today's podcast in terms of the things that he's talking about. So want to give him thanks again for joining us on today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow with another guest, none other than the athletics. Jeff Schultz will probably be talking quite a bit about his Q and a with Thomas Dimitrov, the outlook for the Falcons this upcoming season. And because Jeff does cover, you know, multiple sports in the Atlanta area, sort of this, the general, situation with sports in the country, given all the stuff with baseball and, and college football, the NFL, NBA, all this sort of thing. So it is topical. I know a lot of people don't like hearing about that stuff because it, you know, it basically reminds them that, Oh, like the world is not going great. And you know, people like to live in their bubbles, so to speak pun intended, but we'll get into that stuff with Jeff on tomorrow's episode, as well as, I don't know if we'll get to some of those Q and a questions on tomorrow's episode depends on how, you know, interesting that conversation is with Jeff and it probably will be interesting. So I'm not expecting it, but if not, then, then we probably will be able to get into uh, the remaining Q and a questions that are left over from Sunday that I didn't get to answer like Hayden Hurst, like pie versus cake, strong takes on those two topics. Among others, we got a couple of other questions and we'll probably get into those on Thursday or Friday at the latest. But uh, if you guys have any additional questions that you want to send in any additional feedback that you want to send in any comments or whatever, of course I am open to all that feedback that you want to provide, of course, via Twitter at lockdown Falcons, via Facebook at lockdown Falcons and, and via email at, you know, lockdown Falcons at mail.com. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with, with Jeff Schultz and more lockdown Falcons. Until then guys. 
You are Locked On Falcons, your daily podcast on the Atlanta Falcons, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, the, those that knee is never going to be exactly the same as it once was. So the more you can do to it, the more you can stress it and make it become, you know, from the injured knee to the strong knee. So, uh, you know, a big believer in that. So really making sure that we, we mix all that stuff together. No worries. That was my reminder to talk to you. <laughs> I, I might have to turn off mine in, in a couple minutes, too. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.